Hello, friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to this broadcast of the Bible Tract Echoes radio program. I'm evangelist Mike McCurry, and I'm excited to share a little bit about what's on my heart today. I'd like to, if you'd allow me, to share what happened in my life and ministry last night. I always appreciate the chance, the privilege to share testimonies from yesteryear and from decades ago. And I know there's so many great stories and accounts of God using Pastor Mark Smith, my predecessor here at Bible Tracks Incorporated, and of course, Dr. Paul Levine and Blind Bob Finley and how God mightily used them for the work of the gospel in so many different ways. Of course, in 80-something year history of Bible Tracks Incorporated, we have dozens, I'm sorry, hundreds, thousands, probably tens of thousands of different testimonies and different examples of how God used this ministry. But I always love to give a fresh accounting a fresh testimony, and I have one to share with you from just in the last few hours. Last evening, I had the opportunity to speak at a good church here in Ohio and had a great time there, and the crowd was so receptive and just a great liberty to preach the gospel. And so we closed the service, got to fellowship with the people, and after the close of the service, uh, I went back towards the hotel, was looking for something to eat. It was later in the evening, and we had spent some time fellowship and talking, and so it had gotten a little bit late, and I was looking for a place that was still open, a drive-through, and I saw Wendy's. Now, I am not sponsored by Wendy's on this broadcast, though, if they would be interested, I do like their Frosties, and so if they'd be interested in sponsoring this broadcast, I would not, uh, I'd be interested in talking about it anyway. I went through the Wendy's drive-thru, and it was a long line. I'm talking there was 15 cars, maybe a dozen, 12 or 15 cars in line when I got there. We were all just sitting there. I put the car in park, just waiting. It took forever. Finally get around and order what I order, and another five, ten minutes goes by, and I get to pull up to the to the window. I talked to the lady there and tried to engage her in conversation. I know she was busy, and I left her a little tip along with a gospel track. I said that I know you're they've got you busy in there, but when you get a break, if you get a break tonight, or maybe when you get off of work, would you mind reading this? And I left a few dollars in there for her. She was so kind to me and giving me a second water. You know, these days they don't like to give you a large ice water, which I normally drink. And so they gave me a little one. And I was thinking, that is not going to be enough. A small ice water? Ma'am, could I have a second one? And she said, sure. She turned and she made me another one. And then I handed her the gospel track and said, see you later. And uh, said, thank you so much. And I pulled away. It was only another quarter mile or so, half mile to the hotel. I pulled in and I got everything together, my bag of food and the two waters. And it's difficult to carry two waters when you're carrying your suit coat and all of those things. And you got to get the hotel key out. And I put the hotel key in the wrong side of my pants. It was in my left side and I was holding almost everything with my left hand. And so I transferred everything. When I, After I went up the elevator and got to my room, I passed by a somewhat open hotel room door. I could hear some kids talking in there, and they came out to go to the ice machine as I was passing by. And uh, they said hello, and I said hello. Seemed like nice kids. And I walked by them, got to my room, and was trying to open the door, but I could not seem to get at that key. 
And it was just amazing. I was thinking, this is not going to be good. I tried to transfer everything over to my right hand and then dig in my pocket. It was the only thing, the hotel key, it was the only thing in my pocket. And so I reached down in there. I finally get it out. And just as I get it out, I feel that the balance has shifted in my right hand. And I'm carrying those two cups, one on top of the other, and I had lost focus. And so, just as I'm pulling that hotel key out, I see the irreparable fall of this top cup begin. I'm not going to be able to catch it. There's no way. And so I see it go over. It almost looks like it's in slow motion. Over it goes and splash. Top flies off. Ice and water go everywhere. Now, I did mention it was a small water, so at least it wasn't horrible. But it was still plenty of water all over the floor, splashed on my shoes, and I'm thinking, oh, great. But I finally had the hotel key in my hand, and so as I go to swipe it, from a few doors down, I see the young people. They're looking over at me. The first thought I have is one of embarrassment. I'm like, these guys just watch me throw this water on the ground accidentally, my next thought is, great, I have to clean it up with an audience here. And they started coming towards me and said, hey, can we help you? Now, we're talking some young people, maybe 10. The youngest was probably 10 years old and 12, 14, maybe 16 was the oldest. There were four of them. And they said, can we help you? I said, no, you know, I'll, I'll get a towel from inside. I think we'll be okay. Thank you so much. As I go inside to just put my things down and go get a towel, their mom comes out and sees what happens, asks the kids what happened, and sees the water bottle, or the water cup, I should say, on the ground. She runs back inside, and before I can put my things down right inside on the counter and grab a towel, she is coming out of the room with one of their towels and coming to help clean it up, and she almost gets to it before I do. So very kind of her. And so I bend down and I'm helping pick up the ice and things. And she has one of her towels already on the ground. And she's talking and, and introducing herself and the kiddos and all those things. And we strike up a conversation. And it really is amazing how the Lord just puts these things together, isn't it? Had the opportunity to talk to Jess and her name was Jess, and I was talking to her there. The Lord put on my heart, these kids were so helpful, and she was as well. And I had a few extra dollars just hanging around, as well as, you wouldn't believe it, a gospel track. I made sure one of the things that I was holding that made me lose my balance, I had so many things in my hands, and one of those things was a gospel track, along with a few spare dollars from getting my meal. And so... One of the things that caused me to lose my balance was one of the most important things I could have had on me at that moment. And so I said, give me just a moment. I had put it down inside. I went inside. I gathered a few dollars together and that gospel track. And I came back out and I gave, uh, I think it was a $5 bill to each one of those kids, four of them there. And I said, but here's the deal. If I give you this money, you have to promise me something. You've got to promise me that you will read this gospel track. And the track that I had on me at the time was a COVID-19 overwhelmed gospel track. I think I mentioned previously uh, this week on the broadcasts that I've been using that one almost exclusively this past week. I have a big stack of them in my car. It's running kind of low, so I'm going to need to get more. But I had that gospel track. And I said, would you mind reading this? 
and just absolutely. And the kids were actually almost uh, trying to push back the money. And they said, we didn't really do anything. Our mom's the one that's cleaning it up. I said, I know, I know, but maybe I just like to be a little blessing to you. Little did I know in the extent of our conversation, talk to those folks and they're the next thing to homeless. They're going through a rough patch right now. And uh, they're trying to get back on their feet and they're looking at apartments in the area. And the Lord, I think, is has a plan for their life. And I know he does. But I had the opportunity to talk to those folks and talk to them for almost 35 minutes standing outside of my hotel room. Can I tell you, friend, I could have been thinking, you know what? I have warm food in there from Wendy's. I'd really like to eat that right now. I could have been thinking this is a real inconvenience to drop a water on the ground like this. But all I could think was, ain't God good to give us so many blessings and to open doors the way that only he can. It's the first time I've ever had the privilege of witnessing to someone because of an accident like dropping water on the ground. And I was thinking, wow, small moment in time as that cup tipped over, I don't know, I don't mean to be spooky or anything like that, but who knows? Maybe maybe an angel helped me. I'm normally somewhat sure-handed, and maybe an angel just helped me a little bit by bumping that over, and uh, the Lord has saw fit for that water to explode all over the ground just so I would cross their path. I don't know. All I know is I had the opportunity to talk and expound upon the salvation story and talk about the fact with Jess that the first thing we must understand is that we are all sinners. That because of our sin, our disgrace, our wickedness, our lack of righteousness, we deserve nothing but death and hell. And number two, the penalty for our sin is exactly that. An eternity spent separated from God. Had the chance to tell Jess the good news though. Number three, Jesus Christ paid the penalty. For the wages of sin is death, Romans 6.23 says, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And she stopped me and she said, it wasn't really a free gift, was it? And I looked at her and she said, it wasn't free for him. Jesus had to pay something, didn't he? I said, you're exactly right. And I said, number four, we have to accept Jesus Christ if we're ever going to have a hope of salvation. And thankfully, we were, I was able to talk to her and just had a time and a place when she was a young girl that she had accepted Christ. And I talked to the young people for a little bit about the fact that if they were to die today, do they know for sure where they would go? Friend, can I ask you this? Do you avoid divine appointments? This entire saga that I've given you, this entire account, it is not in any way to my glory. All I did was kind of roll with the punches. And if I had to choose a way to witness to people, I wouldn't choose dropping my waters on the ground. But that was what God had for last night. Such a privilege to, in that small way, to be used of God. But let me ask you this question, friend. If that happened to you, would you be willing to follow God's leading in that way? And let me ask, let me also ask you this. Do you carry gospel tracts on you? Because it could have been, I could have been in a circumstance where I did not have 35 minutes to talk about the gospel with Jess. 
I might have only had time to leave a gospel track, but thankfully I did have a gospel track on me and it did make it so much easier to turn things to a spiritual manner. We talked about the fact that I'm not really about religion, that the Bible is not about religion. What it's about is a relationship with Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Let me ask you this, friend. If I were to ask you this question, God forbid something were to happen to you, just like I asked Jess last night. God forbid something were to happen to you. Do you know for sure where you would go when you died? Hmm, that's a heavy question. What would your answer be? If you'd like to talk about that more, I would like to personally correspond with you. I'll give you two ways to get in contact with me, and the announcer of the program will be on in just a few seconds to tell you more. But you can visit our website, BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. Or you can text me directly, 309-316-7240. 309-316-7240. Don't miss the Jesses in your life. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.